good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. This is Jermaine. Another episode of Tea with Dr. Martin Lee King Jr. First of all, the well-being of my good friend, Marky. How are you, Marky? Hey, I'm great. I had a lovely weekend. I've been listening to podcasts done by my co-host, Jermaine. And if you haven't heard them, get on the well-being series now. They are banging. So um, that was fun. Learned a lot and uh, really enjoyed good style of podco hosting. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, please check out the second episode of the Wellbeing series. Uh, the first one was with Jerome Johnson um, and Thursday gone, um, Andrea Witt. Um, colleague of mine um, was in the hot seat. So, today we're going to discuss something. <clears throat> um, I guess you could say that this person was caught with their pants down in a way. Um, however, I'm very curious as to the motives behind it, the almost coincidental influence of being found while the ship is thinking he's there to, with his little thimble, empty the water out <laughs> in the ship, yeah, making it look like he's he's attempting to uh, salvage this shit show. Um, Marky, please introduce this. Well, it got me thinking. What would it be like to be the child of Matt Hancock? You see, the, th the thing about it is, what's surprised me more than anything about this whole sordid affair is the fact that everybody seemed to have known everyone. Like, the woman he hired and had an affair with was at college with him and his wife. Now, can you imagine someone from 20 years ago you were at college with and now you're having an affair and you're hiring her as a minister of health? And then it turns out that Johnson was also at the same college. And then that the guy that did sex parties and his missus were also at the same college. So this is a group of yayas all hiring each other. Getting right. huge, huge amounts of contracts for each other. And, it, and, and so most of them will leave office in the next five years because they've got so much money to sit on now. Mm -hmm. And they've literally not done a day's work in their life. You know, like Johnson's been mayor. He's been editor or sorry, reporter at... Uh, private eye or something, but he's done nothing in his life, really, and Hancock even less. And I'm thinking, well, imagine you're their children. Imagine the upbringing you're going to get. One of the joys I've had working with so many different kids from around the world is is the way that they learn about life, mm -hmm. the way that they get sensual knowledge, hearing, seeing, feeling, etc. You know, by going out and doing things, by meeting different people. You know, like, how many families in the UK today don't know someone who's, I don't know, let's say from a different community of theirs, or from all different ages, or from all different classes? You know, usually you meet people and you're like, one minute you'll be going to a Portuguese restaurant, next minute you'll be going to a 
Brazilian restaurant, then you went to a Jamaican restaurant. You know, the range of knowledge is so amazing. Mm-hmm. And I think if I was Matt Hancock's child, I'm not getting any of that. I'm getting a very narrow clique of people. A very narrow clique of people who all talk the same, who all look the same, and who are running the country. What do you think that does for the psyche of the child? Um, <clears throat> I'm not sure if that was a, an open question or like an invite. No, it was. It was, no, it was definitely an open question. Cool. cool. I was, I was just going to... Um, shapes a child's mind very acutely. Um, because if you're only spending time around certain people, be very much in the same sort of sphere as you, uh, or in, even in these quite sordid little corners, I mean, in terms of like, it's a question of who I having around my children. I'm not talking even about looking after them, caring about them. No, no, um, no. Going around them and being around them, going around to their house or having them come over. Like, I had a friend come over for dinner this week and it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Um, a mutual friend of, of mine and Naomi's. Uh, <laughs> someone who I've actually helped out when she uh, needed help with a sofa. So okay. I had to go around there and spent about three hours <laughs> trying try to wedge wow. this through the front door. Um, we figured it out in the end, we had to take it apart. But, um, <laughs> you know, that's that's the kind of, of friendship that you have with people. Those so, so Jermaine, Jermaine, so, so far so good. But, but um, you know, you lot today talk about social influencers, right? And in my mm-hmm. day, we used to call them role models. Right. So when you when you're a child, when you think when you think back to the memories you have as a child, mm-hmm. it's always about the, the the role models that you had, the social influences that you had as you were growing up, and you may only see that person once a year, once every five years, but that person had an effect on you. Let's say musically, uh, cuisinely, educationally, storytellingly, but they had an influence on you. And I'm thinking, if I'm Matt Hancock's child, what am I really getting for that? I'm getting the same plummy people with the same outlook about life. Mm. And surrounded by amounts of money that you can only dream of. So if that child gets to 17 and goes on a gap year, they're going to be wondering why no one wants to associate with them. Because the way they talk, the the lack of knowledge that they've got, the whole daddy-mummy thing. The thing is, is I can imagine they would do fine going traveling on a gap year. And you know what? That might even expand their, their mind. You see, I, d- I disagree with you. I think they'll be... Who are they? <laughs> I think they'd be scared to do everything and I think they'd struggle to make fr- real friends because because their circle that they're in doesn't allow for that external influences. And I'll tell you another thing, which I find really important, and I heard this a couple of times over the weekend, on various different uh, forums, at the age of, let's say, naught to seven, you can accept what your mum and dad do. It's like in an unquestioning way. Mm-hmm. But when you're older, that's when you assess it. You try and make sense of it. Right. And one of the things you're trying to make sense of here is 
one of the, one of the things you're trying to make sense of is my my dad had an affair with a woman who and my mum. And ended up with my dad hiring her, and both of them getting sacked or resigning, whatever way you want to look did at they it. Both, yeah. Did they both resign? Yeah. Well, oh, she, right. she couldn't carry on because she got the job through him. Right, right. Um, I mean, so, try and... you know what? We'll, 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 we'll talk my thoughts. I'll deliver my thoughts like, a little bit further on. Okay, but I'm saying try and make sense of that if you were the child involved here. So, what's happened is. On Thursday night, Mr. Hancock's received a... This is all going to come out. This is all going to hit the fan. Right. He's gone home. He's explained to him that he's leaving home now and that his name's going to be in the press for a few days. Right. That's your memory. Mm-hmm. And what you're going to learn as you get older is that the only thing he left his ex-wife with, she's now presumed, well, she will be very soon. And they definitely separated, but I can imagine she's going to press for divorce proceeding. The only thing he left her with was the long haul COVID. It's not as deadly, but it's a strain. Um, on your body on, on your whole body yeah, yeah and she called okay. to right okay like See, that, that's a little bit of detail that i wasn't, I wasn't aware of i didn't know that well, he... this only came out in the times today oh oh really yeah 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 how's that that's quite a big piece of detail there when boris caught covid everybody knew Right, the dear, I, I, it was almost as if there was a twenty-four hour watch on Boris Johnson. Yeah, and there was. I know that he uh, had it quite badly. He was in. Well, that's what they told us anyway. That's what they told us. I think we know that he I think I might be wrong. A lot of right wing leaders, such as Trump and Boris, um, caught it to show the world a that they were warriors and b how they progress through the illness. I think it was done as a bit of a role, uh, like a role model play thing where they could show you the process. Now, so that sounds horrible when yeah. he was close to death, but but I don't think, I never got a sense, even when he was going through that process, that he sounded like he was actually close to death. I got a sense that he was mm. warned that that could be a, a, an option, but I don't think he ever thought it was really going to be the option. Yeah. And also you have to remember this, these people are extremely wealthy. They get, I should imagine they get more than one type of injection, if you know what I'm saying. Mm. I think they, they have everything that medicine... Huh? When did he catch it? Who, Boris or Matt? Uh, Matt. Well, we don't know. That's the problem. We don't know. But what we're saying is she hasn't gone out, so she's only got it from him, if you know what I'm saying. Okay. And on top of that, there's pictures of him kissing her. Come on, it's it's not rocket science to see how this process could have happened. It's it's amazing people talking about breaking COVID rules, right? These people are still going to work. They haven't been working from home. We've been no, exactly. in the Houses of Parliament congregate together. So how well, are we, we telling 
you and I have spoken about how they've you and I have spoken about how they've travelled the world, they've gone to sporting events, they've done everything. They haven't had mm -hmm. a restriction at all. They haven't had the COVID experience that we've no. all had. No, and there are pictures in the paper yesterday of people trying to explain through glass windows why they can't hug their, their, their elderly parents. You know what? Oh, oh. Well the next to the picture of, of Nick um sorry Matt with um with with this woman. You know, so it's literally been a rule for them and a rule for us. And people are, people know this. Yeah. You know, I would be amazed if at some point there isn't a backlash. And I don't just mean an electoral one. I mean just a, a backlash. Because people are well aware of the, the double standards that have been going on here. Mm -hmm. And also, it's, it's double standards are not even, they're not even subtle, if you know what I mean. Like, take the thing in Cornwall where the world leaders went down there. I mean, there's a picture in the paper of a barbecue. But they're all socially mixing, no social distancing, no masks. So what are we saying that world leaders, you know, this Wait, is like being... Is COVID not exist anymore? Is COVID over? Or like, well, you know what, it, it, uh, Jermaine, I'll tell you what it reminds me of. In the 13th century, they believed that the kings and queens came from God. Right. So so they were immune from everything else. That, like, so a lot of people in those days died very young from plagues and... and um, you know, like sort of um, poxies and things like that. And it's as if today, these people are acting like they're those people, that they're the kings and queens, that they're immune to this illness. Because they're just socially mixing in a way that they're telling everyone else not to do. Like if if, there's, if you had a funeral, well, you did have a funeral. I remember you talking about that time you you you, you uh, did a, a, a Zoom around the funeral. Yeah, it was strange, yeah. Right? They... We're mixing in bigger numbers than your funeral funeral had. Right? That 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 thing in Cornwall had way bigger numbers than your funeral would have had. People who wanted to get married could only invite 30 guests. Mm -hmm. The travel industry has not been able to take people on holiday for two years. Mm -hmm. These people are flying to Cornwall and having a barbecue. Right. Well, and then <laughs> Like, what is, is that, that about? But yeah, everybody not, else has to stay at home. That, exactly, exactly that, Jermaine. Exactly that. Wear masks and, you know, uh, stay a metre away from anybody else. But yeah, here we have these people, these elite, these officials, authorities of, of countries from all over the world, who are, I guess you could say in the Western world, the main yeah, part yeah. Of the main comp uh, ooh, ooh, <laughs> companies. <laughs> <laughs> the main political parties, the leaders, socialize I mean, if it doesn't exist. But you've got, for example, the Japanese leader who's who's making stringent um, rules about the, the Olympics being in Japan, and he's socializing a, a normal garden party in a normal year. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I want to take it to a different level. Because like how we've been shaping this discussion today, I want to take it to that level. So you had a situation where your son has grown up, he's three now, so since he was one, all he's known is the effects of this virus. He can't do the things that he would normally, normally have been doing in his growth, right? That's not the same for Matt Hancock's son. I think he's got three children, actually, but it's not the same for his. In fact, I think both you and he have both got three children, which makes it very similar, if you like. <laughs> No, in a way it does, because it means, look at the difference of what their experience of the virus well, is. Listen, listen, Marky, I'm sick and tired of 
you compared me to, to Margaret Thatcher in the recent pod, and now Hancock. <laughs> well, you know, it's not a literal, it's more like a parallel comparison. <laughs> I know. It's more a parallel. <laughs> but, what, but, but also, <laughs> what I find interesting... Yeah, but, but it's They're interesting. Like the worst ones you could ever <laughs> I know, I do apologise for that side of it. But I find it fascinating that, you know, literally you've got three kids and he's got three kids. He's probably a little bit older than you, but probably not much. Um, I don't think he is that much older than me. I reckon he's about 40, isn't he? I think he, I he's don't, 40. Maybe early 40s. I reckon he's about 40. Yeah, I, think, I thought he was 45 this morning. I think he's probably between 40 and 45. Yeah. I mean, just for everything about him, it makes me think 40 to 45. And he's got three kids, so have you. And, and what, I'm not thinking about you or him. I'm thinking about your kids' experience over this past two years, both of them, mm-hmm. both both mm-hmm. of you and him, the, the sets of children. Mm-hmm. The difference of what their experience of this will be. Because we often talk about the psychological experience of children when they grow older. What frames their... their um, what frames their growth and thought processes when they're older when they're young yeah yeah and this this is an out of the world experience other than the, the blitz during the war no one's experienced anything like this i heard a, a guy on the radio today talk about he was from china and he's experienced it for but no one in britain has experienced it before and now you've got two very different experiences i wonder if matt's children even know there's been a virus <laughs> I don't mean that. I don't mean that in a horrible way. I don't mean that in a horrible way. No, I know. I know. I know. I know. I just it's, mean it's, it's the lifestyle that they live. Yes, right? I mean it and in a bubble it's, way. It's, yeah, yeah, totally. Like they like, like, like I said earlier, they're the elite, so they live in a completely different microcosm um, or ecosystem within the world, away this, from the general public. But the beauty of life is this. I know if we're talking about the youngest children, if we're saying both he and you have got kids who are three years old, I know who I'd have preferred as a father. Because what you've done with your child has been amazing. And this year and a half that you've been with your child, where he's been learning and everything like that, has been absolutely amazing. And, um, And I think he doesn't have, his child won't have the same experience. They'll have a bubble experience, not a not a time with their father experience. I would imagine so. Um, it, it's not even like on a, a personal thing. It's a no, 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 no. The lifestyle exists in such a way that you're probably hardly at home. Um, you're likely not very involved with the children, um, and you know it's your it's your your wife or perhaps soon to be wife who has been doing the majority of care around that. Yeah. Even whilst we've had this pandemic and people have so, so-called been working from home, right? Um, the health secretary breaking the COVID regulation, <laughs> right? Is, 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 it's a, it's a well, that's, that's Alice in Wonderland stuff. That really is. Right. Um, it's, it, it's, but you know what? There's, there's a parallel to this and I'm really, really, I'm trying to get my head around it, right? Because okay. what we have had was remember in uh, Scotland, right? That yeah, 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 yeah. I can't remember what they did. They must have gone somewhere. We had it. We had it here as well. We had it. In, we had it in London as well. The same thing happened. Someone got 
someone had to step down. And I think Matt Hancock pushed for them to step down. Right. Okay. The oh, same thing okay. happened. He was like, how can that person stay in their post? I think it was a Labour guy. And, I, and then he said something like, how can he stay in his post? See, now there, I think that, that's possibly a bit political. Because there, there was nothing it's about... Not politi- it's not political. It's not political. Um, yeah, yeah it's not it's not political, Jermaine. It's it's breaking the, the listen. There's a guideline. If you no, openly no, break, what I'm saying is I think that the reason why he's been on it is because it's not his part. He's yeah, trying to highlight. Oh, look at the Labour Party doing bad things. Right. Okay. So that's that's one that could be party political. You're right, but it's also to do with the fact that he's the health minister. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not just saying it as an independent member of the party, like a backbencher. He's saying it as the health minister. How can you, in a time like this, when we've all got guidelines, break those guidelines? Mm-hmm. Well, that's what he's done. And he did it about the same time. It was last May he did it, not now. <laughs> these, these pictures are from last May, just before people were told they can re- relax. Like people weren't seeing their family and they were told in June they might be able to. Mm-hmm. So don't get twisted that you think it's just this week. It's not. It's from a year ago. Mm. Now, obviously, there's a whole question of how it's been you know, hidden for a year and then released. But I'm not even going to get into that because that's a whole different discussion. But but you see, for me, I'm coming back to the child. Mm-hmm. Jermaine, I can't help but be in awe of the amount of people from different backgrounds and lifestyles that your child has had contact with. These people who are earth carers for him and stuff like that. Amazing people. And I can't help but think, well, who does Matt Hancock's kids have? What's that guy's name? The guy with the top hat that's in the Tory party? Oh, God, his name. Yeah. I mean, his son look identical. They wear these top hats and they look like they're out the Beano. <laughs> he's, got, he's got a double-barreled name. Oh. Uh, very tall, thin guy. With a, with a, he always wears a top hat and, and um, tails. And talks rather posh. And they dropped him out almost out of the limelight. He was really around at the beginning of the virus, and now he's virtually not around at all. He's got a double-barreled name like Hop Wong or something like that, you know, double-barreled. Oh, I can't, I can't even think. You, listen, if I, if, I, if I look it up and I tell you afterwards, you'll go, like, of course, him, yeah, of course. Because yeah. you know him, 100%. 100% you know this guy. But there are so many people like that um, who will be the people that Matt Hancock's kids We'll be meeting. So, because when you're... Okay. I want to take you somewhere for a moment, if you don't mind. Go on. So, when you were three, growing up, because we did your... People want to listen to that wonderful series of your ice caps sort of uh, memories. Um, When you were three, growing up, you always remember the kind of wacky and weird people that came into your life that weren't part of your immediate family. Mm-hmm. So in your distant mind, you've got memories of experiences you had, places you went, that stay in your mind because there was something you didn't know about until then. They were foods or conversations or whatever that you hadn't come across until then. Slightly mad people, slightly fun people, jokers, comedians, party people, mm-hmm. whatever. You, you met people when you were growing up, but you may not even have seen things. But it was right. a sign of, of your family who they had contact with, if you like. And I can remember, for example, one of my earliest memories was going to a market in Dalston, which at the time was a half Jewish, half Jamaican market. 
And one of the memories I have is, is of the two chicken stalls, you know, selling um, chicken meat for, for food, for, for meals. You know, one side it was Jamaican and one side it was Jewish people. Mm. With, their different, with their different ways of dealing with the meat. But they were next door to each other and they were getting on like a house on fire. It was a real community. Mm. And it was like the maddest place, this market. It was like something out of Delboy. It was just mad. You walked down it and you, like in a hundred yards, you'd met a thousand different stalls, so many different types of people that were wandered through. Now, I'm saying Matt Hancock's kids aren't going to have those experiences. Right. He's going to go polo and, yeah. and, and you know, stuff like that. He's not going to have that experience. He might go to Ascot. He's not going to have the experiences we're talking about. And I think that's sad, personally. I think it's very one-dimensional. And then when they're older, they're going to have to make sense of what their father has done. Mm-hmm. He literally had the world in, uh, uh, you know, in his arms and has managed to do to the world what, or do to his job what he did to that lady. Mm. I, I think it's incredibly sad. And it's something I've said to you before about all of those group of people. They lack moral fiber. See, one thing you remember about your parents and your grandparents is, is their moral code. Even if you disagree with it today, you know they had a moral code. Mm-hmm. This is a so, hit- so are we suggesting that... <sighs> oh, God. Oh, this is, this is a difficult one to... to, to oh, to I don't know. What, what are you struggling with, Jermaine? What are you struggling with? That Matt Hancock has some moral. Oh. No, I'm, sa- I'm saying the opposite. I'm saying there's no morals at all. I think they, these people are like the Babylonians. They have no the morals. Thing is, is what, what we've had right, is a succession of, of, of instances like your comings, like your... Yeah, body. yeah, yeah. Like, they've all broken the rules. Right? Yeah, now, yeah. we've made a bit of a furrow around it. They've been in the press, da, 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 but it's been a while since... Okay, for example, Dominic Cummings, right? It was month before he actually resigned and it wasn't yeah. actually about breaking right. the rule it was about they, all the infighting yeah it was the infighting and also him and Matt Hancock have resigned they haven't been fat, sacked they haven't been fired from their job for misconduct right. they've been they've chosen to, to, to fall on their own sword as they keep putting in the press this romantic mm-hmm. image you have but in reality this government is not making the sackings of people that do the wrong thing mm-hmm that's what the problem, the biggest problem the public have with them. Right, one thing you'll learn in any society, Woodstock even, even in, in uh, you know, completely, um, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, these communes and that. Even in those societies, mm-hmm. you can't have a situation where you have no morals. Mm-hmm. Because people cannot relate to that. Because it means that, you know, so one of the things about morality is it includes things like not killing and stealing from each other. Because once you break one thing, you, you're tempted to break all of them, if you like. And people can't live with that. You'll find people are very resilient against that in all communities. And one thing about this, this government is, I'm going to ask you a simple question. You look at Johnson and, and Hancock, all of these guys, the, the, the guy with the, with the top hat. You look at all these guys, what would be their motivation if money wasn't around? Seriously, what would be their motivation? I mean, it would change completely the whole paradigm of government, of governance. 
Uh, right. Okay. So you know, you know as well as I do, they wouldn't be in government if, if we were doing it like that. But I'm right. saying, in in this present time, if they were in charge and we've abolished money, what would be their motivation? What would be their motivation? What would what would inspire them? What would what would drive them forward? Because to me, it looks like their sole aim is to fleece yeah. the British people. Our our, so if, our our money. Yeah. Like to them, it's a it's a fun game. It's like it's like I read a book once about a guy called um, Howard Marks, who's known as Mr. Nice, who mm -hmm. was the biggest marijuana dealer in the world at the time. Right. And he he was like literally through his contacts in Cambridge, he was able to start, do this worldwide marijuana thing. Yeah. And when he got caught by the FBI after 20 years of searching for him, he did less than three years in prison because of his contacts in right. the Home Office from Cambridge. Yeah. The fact that he went for three years rather than four because he dropped out. Yeah. So that university got him out, whereas you and I would be there still in prison. Yeah, that's for sure. So I'm saying to you that the hit, their motivation is simply the same motivation they had at college, which is just like having fun at other people's expenses, basically. Oh, absolutely. I mean, and living, living at, the high life. But not just I, living I, the high I, life, because that's how... No, but that's how nice. There's a phrase that uh, they use in, in certain circles when you're talking about um, gaining, the, gaining funds from other people, OPM, other people's money. Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah, but I disagree with the thing about living the high life because mm. they're not actually living the high life. That sounds more like, let's say, music stars. And the difference between them and music stars is music stars even have a code, even though they're, they're living a good life. That's why so many fall out with each other because they have codes of, of how, how you should live. That's why Jay-Z might fall out with, I don't know, Naz or something, because they have different ways of interpreting the world and standards that they live by. Now, you can't say that about this government. They don't have any of that. They're not interested but they in that. do now. Well, I no, think no, 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 like, they do not. No, Matt they do not. Some sort of, I don't know, has he had like a, a breakthrough no. moment? He, he didn't, like, oh my no. Gosh, I've broken the COVID rules. What kind of example does no, he No, no, no. It's wrong to say that. He, he knew, <laughs> he, he turned round over the weekend and spoke to Tory ministers, Tory party members. No one backed him. That's why he stood down. He had to have some sort of a, a backing. Right. You imagine sort of like you and I start a company and we've got a thousand people. If not one person in that company is going to stand. So this is I'm, the thing. It's, it's not the, it's not a moral thing. No. It's, it's a personal thing within the party. Yeah. It's an ego. Nobody likes him now. It's an ego thing. Absolutely. Yes, of course it is. What do you think it is? It's not, it's not, listen, these guys don't have, this is what I'm trying to say to you. The people that live the good life, footballers and that, they all have codes. Even if they, sometimes break them and, and do bad things. They all have codes. These people don't have codes like that. Look, Johnson has done so much that you would say would break anyone's norms. And nothing has happened. He literally started an affair with a woman while his wife was giving birth. Giving birth. Right. He doesn't have any of those, you know, like pangs, pangs of consciousness. He doesn't seem to have any of that conscience. Right. He doesn't have right. that. Right. So, um, and even just a little bit of, of detail on this whole thing. Um, so, he married his wife in 2006, um, and she is the granddaughter of First Baron in, in Cairo, maybe Intura. Um, Who's he reading? Like aristocrats, right? Who so are you reading? Who's this at? 
This is Hancock. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's why getting the, the marriage didn't last, because all he was interested in was marriage. Yeah, absolutely. And then... Now, he doesn't He doesn't really <laughs> love her. He, he can now have affairs with people. I'll tell you something and, interesting. And if, that, if that rocks your boat, Jermaine... Apparently, he's a Newcastle United supporter. No, the first thing about Newcastle United. I'm not <laughs> going to get into that. And, if you remember last year when when he came out and said that his some of his favourite music was by Stormzy, yeah, all right, okay. I mean, I remember, I remember, I've seen a video, I've seen um, Boris at Glastonbury. It doesn't prove anything at all. Um, it doesn't prove a thing. Uh, oh, however, however, what I will say this is, is I will say this to you that uh, if you're interested in that's a whole uh, that whole thing about. Uh, heritage and, and um, aristocracy. When Charles married Diana, mm -hmm. Diana actually had more royal heritage in her than Charles did. The Spencer family go back way back into in in, um, in English history with royalty, whereas Charles's family came over from Germany. I think you and I have discussed this on a pod before, where the, I think it was the of the, the grandparents or the great-grandparents had uh, brothers and sisters that were in Russia and Germany at the same time. They were from the Saxony line. So they had, only had about three generations of being English royalty, whereas the Spencer family go back to the Middle Ages. So, so this is the thing that people crave, to be able to say, well, I'm part of royal. So this is what Matt married into. See, Matt's a charmer, a baby-faced charmer. But he's got no morality, which suits you well in a relationship at the beginning, but later on it doesn't serve very well. Um, I think this is a good place to leave it because I don't think we can keep beating the same bush. I'm just going to say that I really do feel sorry for his children. Absolutely. I want to say that. Um, maybe we can pick this up when we know what the outcomes of this will be because I think we're just hitting the beginning of the storm. Let's yeah. come back in a week's time and revisit it. There's, there's something about all of this for me that just reeks of... I don't know. He knows that, that it's a burning ship right now. They all do. I mean, Johnson knows he's leaving within a year. I told you this before. He's leaving within a year. Matt's, gonna, uh, Matt's left. You know, these are these are the rats jumping off the ship, of course. Yeah, this is well, the beginning of the No, but Jermaine, they fleeced it for everything they need. This is a young oh, generation absolutely. that's fleeced it for everything. It's they don't everything. need to. Why would you want to stay? I'm, okay, I'll leave <laughs> you with this. I'll leave you, I'll, leave you with, I'll leave you with this story. Nicholas Anelka, who was a footballer, came to Arsenal when he was 19. French footballer. Yeah. Right? Great player. One of the world's best. And his brothers became his agent. They were school teachers in inner city Paris. Um, I can't remember where the family came from, but it, I mean, they, they, it was like third generation or second generation French yeah. uh, family. Anyway, so he then proceeded to move to seven clubs, including Real Madrid, in ten yeah. years, yeah. and the minimum the minimum transfer was twenty million pounds. Now the, the brothers who became his agent were on about seven or eight percent of that transfer. So after 10 years, they stopped teaching altogether and just parted because they were getting 7% of 20 million pounds every two years, basically. 
Wow. And in the end, he, he gave up football because he was so frustrated that, why are they having a good time and I can't do that? I take this work seriously. I've got to train every day. I don't want to do that. I've made light football. And this is exactly the mentality of these people, Boris mm. and Matt and all these people. They don't, they're not in it for the long haul. They want to settle down, have a laugh, go around the world. You know, they want to... They want to... They've, they've, they've been in power for three terms now. No, they haven't, though. They they've have. been in power. No, oh, they've been well, in power. Not, not this set of people. Right. Yeah. They were, yeah, yes, but that's very important because this but set they've of people. They've all been involved in it. They right. all, they're right. all from the inner circle, if you like. Jermaine, this set of people are not saints. When he, he came in power, he was very much on the fringe of the Tory party. This isn't very much like Napoleon or Oliver Cromwell. They weren't in the mainstream thinking of the party. They were on the fringes. No one else knew how to steer the ship. So they said, let us take over. They've done literally two years in power. Cummings has left. Hancock's left, Boris will be leaving within a year. And then when everyone goes, but this is terrible, look, everything's failed, Brexit failed, the virus, they've left, mate, they don't care. Mm-hmm. That's not what they're there for. Mm-hmm. They're not there for that. You don't have to have a moral code to be there for that. Like Churchill was there for that. I and mean, Johnson's got his way by pretending to be Churchill, but that's not, he doesn't have Churchill's way of thinking. I mean, Churchill did a lot of things wrong, but he had a moral code. In some way, yeah. I'm not saying obviously you know the history. There's lots of ways he didn't, but at least he had a moral code. This guy's got no moral code at all. Mm. It's amazing, mm. it, you know. It, the most amoral person this country's ever had is leading the country, and most of the people he hired. Because you have to also remember when he took power in 2019, they sat. The people yeah. he's got in place now, they're not they're not what you call to a proper t- sycophants. Yeah. There you go. We're gonna I think we'll call it a pick it up next week when um when we can see what all this is. Mm-hmm. And uh, just before we go there, I've been seeing comments from, from people uh, complaining about <laughs> the fact that everybody's been in uh, in lockdown and, and every people are struggling to find love and here we have Matt Hancock with a mistress and a wife and and just completely flaunting himself in the face of uh, regulations and I just find it really difficult to to really comprehend how some of us can find love and others can't uh, well, that's a different conversation. It's easier to find love if you're not. It, it's, it's easier. It's easier to follow any restrictions that stop you going out and meeting people. Much easier. <laughs> and so he has. I believe he's actually leaving his wife for this. Uh, his well, that's, what, that, that's one. That's one way of putting it. I don't think he's choosing to leave his wife. I think the door has been well and truly opened and, and boot put quickly. <laughs> you have to understand and I don't think you kind of fully get it she was at college with Matt Hancock and yeah, the woman that he's right so can you imagine how she must feel she sat at home bringing up his children and he's having an affair with someone that they last saw 20 years ago in college yeah, it's, it, 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 it's really I find it strange because it's, it's in his office surely he would know that there are cameras everywhere in the House of Parliament That's wait a... his office in, in Downing Street I don't think he thought it would be released to the press. That's I don't think he thought it, 
I think it was a setup, to be honest. I think it was a setup. No, I, th- I don't think he felt. Look, they probably had these kind of cameras on them all the time. I think Boris has cameras exactly. everywhere. He's got. And this yeah, is I, the first time that something like yeah, this has come. But happened. I don't think they ever thought it would be released. That's the difference. Mm. Right, listen. Mm. Listen, I'll tell you this. The, the Sun newspaper can get its hands on every single one of their affairs that people have had. The fact that he chooses to do this one, you might want to investigate that. <laughs> um, so I've been Marky Mark. And I've been Jermaine right here on the curious anarchy podcast this has been tea with dr martin luther king jr and uh we've been speaking about what it's like to be the children of politicians in particularly matt hancock at this particular moment in time thank you all so much for joining us it's been much appreciated we love you all our wonderful curious anarchy listeners um Check us out on the social media at underscore Curious Anarchy on Twitter and also on Instagram. Marky, any final words before we go? It's just like Lord of the Flies. (laughs) Thank you all so much. It's been wonderful. Take care. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.